Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back to the Smart Cleaning School podcast, helping visionaries make the impact they were meant to make. Okay, drum roll, please. Here you go. Solo Saturday. Solo Saturday. I need like a theme song for this or something. Solos, I haven't forgotten about you. I say this every month. This podcast used to be, welcome to the Solo Cleaning School podcast. You know what? That was me. But I'm a different person now. I did solo for many, many years. I've perfected it. I've built it. I've optimized it twice. I built a system to do it. I can teach you and I am... I thank you for joining me on this journey. And so I promised you when I switched my branding over to Smart Cleaning School to help more cleaning companies from the beginning stages of just starting out in solo all the way through to building a seven-figure company, I wanted to have one brand to cover everything. But I still give you a special, special, special episode every single month, just a little bit of juiciness that you can look forward to, a little Saturday snack. <laughs> All right, there's a little arrogance from Ken. No, this is probably just a regular episode from for you and you thought oh, this is cool. But quite honestly, a lot of this is mindset and anyone can listen to these episodes. Today's is going to be, would you rather, would you rather, you ever have your kids say that to you? Hey dad, hey mom, would you rather? And they tell you, would you rather jump into a snake pit or a den of lions? Like, okay, I don't know. Probably the snake pit, right? <laughs> no, but this one is, would you rather have 100% or 1%? Well, obviously, Ken, give me the 100%. Well, hold on there, sport. Let's go through the episode first. J. Paul Getty was the wealthiest person in the world for three decades, spanning from the 1950s through the 1970s. His list of accomplishments are mind-blowing. At the end of his life, it is estimated that his net worth would be $27 billion in today's dollars. He was very wealthy. Get the point? I heard this quote when I was a new business owner in the Amway multi-level marketing business in 2002. I was just 25 years old fresh out of college, working as an engineer for GE. And this struck me very much so at 25 years old and still does today. Here's this quote. I'd rather have 1% of the effort of 100 men than 100% of my own effort, J. Paul Getty. I'm going to read that again. I'd rather have 1% of the effort of 100 men than 100% of my own effort. At the time I heard this, like I said, I was an engineer working full-time and earning $50,000 per year off 100% of my own effort. I saw the Amway business and the owners in this business, I could see them talking from stage. I, I could see them kind of deconstruct their businesses. And many of them that were highly successful had teams with over 100 people and they earned like 1%, 3%, 4% off the effort of those hundred plus people. Like, wow, that's like J. Paul Gay. That's that's the way that they're making money. I thought that was awesome. They're making that one to four percent off the production of each team member, and they were earning like three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars a year, some close to a million. Like, whoa, this is pretty incredible. This quote hit me right between the eyes. However, I went another route. After leaving engineering, I became a solo cleaning specialist, and I decided 
it was best for me at that time to optimize what I could produce. You know the story. I had some employees. Can you can't afford employees? That was the best of recently. I know. You just couldn't do it. So you went to solo. Well, it was that at first. But then I saw how awesome I could have a lifestyle with working two, three, two days a week. Remember Monday and Friday mugs? That's not a bad deal. 50, 60, 70 grand a couple days a week. I like that lifestyle. Had lots of time with my kids. It was really nice. However, it would never produce a lifestyle business. In other words, to have a business that produced time, money, and location freedom. Solo cleaning required that I stayed there even at the best optimizing I could do two days per week. I did not desire that anymore. A new freedom vision. Remember June 2021, Coach Josh entering the scene. I got to grow a team now. So as I mentioned, I'm in a different position than where I was because I'm growing a cleaning business. I'm learning a lot about myself. I've been solo cleaning for a long time. So this episode, I do not want to persuade or manipulate or cause you to change your mind about solo cleaning. I am a solo cleaning champion. I am rooting for you. Stay solo. Optimize. Go for it. Hey, sell your solo. Go for it. Hey, scale your solo. Go for it. Whatever one you choose, just pick something. I have an episode Solo, three S's, stay, sell, or scale. I've done all three. Well, I'm in the process of the third one, which is scaling, as you know. So this is for the solo cleaner who is thinking about scaling, but he's got some fear or she has some fear. And they would never scale or they have arrogance about it like I used to. But I want to break down some numbers with you. Just listen to this. The average cleaning technician can create $50,000 of annual revenue for a cleaning company. If you're a solo, that's $50,000 for you. Applying J. Paul Getty's advice, the numbers are totally different. A cleaning team of 100 people at $50,000 annual revenue each technician, each cleaner, that's 100 times $50,000, which is $5 million in revenue. And if you only earned the 1% that Getty quoted, you'd earn $50,000 per year without having to clean. That's as good as the solo cleaner cleaning a couple days a week, but you don't have to clean at all. That's not a bad trade. But the reality is much better. A $5 million company ought to pay out 15% to the owner. That is $750,000 per year income for the owner, and they don't have to clean. Let's play a game of would you rather. Would you rather work solo and optimize your business on 100% of your effort, working two to three days per week for $75,000 per year income? Or would you rather build a company and a team to $5 million revenue, lead and earn $750,000 per year income working on your business to lead your team? In the first example, you have no pressure of employees. You do all the work and have a simple life. You just better make sure to stay healthy, travel for short stints of a few days at a time, and budget really, really good. In the second example, you build a massive company, earn more than you can imagine, and live a life of total freedom. They each have their pros and cons. This episode, as I mentioned, isn't looking to persuade you, rather get you thinking. I am learning a lot as I scale. 
I have been afraid of it because I didn't know if I could train anybody. My cleaning system was so intricate and detailed. These are things I told myself. I convinced myself of this. Could I teach someone else? Can I build systems and manuals and electronic apps and such to automate? You've got to delegate to other people. These are all things that scared me. Could I let other people do all the work and let go of that control? That changed once I created my training system and successfully trained my first employee with it. Now I feel confident that I can train others. Huh, that's interesting. I was afraid of of my financial system. I had all this work to do with QuickBooks Desktop and then I hired ACPA to do all of my bookkeeping and to literally take all of my information, access to my bank account statements, access to different things and okay, go and do whatever you need to do. And she did a full migration. I pay her each month and now I have everything on QuickBooks Online. It's all there. It's all set. My taxes are pretty much done for the year automatically. Invoices are sent automatically. Oh, it made my life so much easier. Wow, that gave me some more belief. I hired a payroll company to take care of employees. I didn't have to file my 941s, 940s, and all the other pieces and that I had to do every three months. And, oh, what if my taxes aren't right? And they weren't. As good as I am at doing taxes, found out that I missed some stuff and I had to pay some kind of some tax fines when I got the payroll company set up. But now it's just a couple buttons away. And when I want to hire someone new, then I just send them an email and ask them to fill out these forms. They send them to me. They send them to the payroll company. And bada bang, done. I just have to go on every two weeks and write the hours down. It's so much easier. And now that I have an employee, she's on payroll. I don't think about it. It's so much easier. Payroll, financial systems, training system, cleaning system. These are things I've already installed. And it's yielding confidence in me. I'm feeling like, wow, I can do this thing. And I haven't even added any clients yet, but I'm ready to. I feel like I can grow this to a bigger level because I don't feel so stretched. And a big eye-opener is when I interviewed a guy named Chris who was the perfect candidate to hire. And I wanted to hire him so bad, and I hope I still can. I just didn't have the work he was looking for. That was a dagger in the back. And so it motivated me. Oh, I've got the systems in place. I can bring on more clients. I've got people that want to work for me. I just need to go get the work. And so it changes because as an optimizer, I was turning down work because I was looking for the best clients. I was raising prices. I was doing waiting lists. I was doing these tools from my optimizer toolbox so that I could pick and choose the best clients and have a great optimized business. But now I want more clients because I'm building a system that can support it. My core values, mission and vision, my systems is getting a little bit stronger to support a bigger business. And as I scale, these are the types of things I am learning. How about this? I shared this in my recent Coach Josh Freedom Update from September. I learned I am not an optimizer anymore. Oh, remember, what do you mean, Ken? You're a solo optimizer. No, I am not. I'm no longer a solo cleaner. Yeah, I do some houses by myself still, but I have now hired my first employee outside of my family and I'm hiring more. I'm adding new clients. I'm not a solo cleaner anymore. I'm scaling. And so I found out the hard way by losing clients to prices that were too high that I was giving optimizer solo prices to office potential customers that knew I was going to be bringing in employees and they have a different view of a price tag of what that should cost. My prices 
are way, way higher. And so I have to earn those prices. I had to go backward and go from optimizer as a solo back to initializer as a scaling team building company. Now I can work my way through this and go optimizer again, like Coach Josh, who's an optimizer with a seven-figure business and over a hundred accounts. But I'm not there. I just have eight accounts with office cleaning and I need to get to about 20 by the end of this year. 18 to be precise, but I'll take 20 and 10 new employees. So that's where I'm at as far as the things that I'm learning. But what about you? What would you rather have? Like I asked, would you rather be the solo cleaner and continue to optimize and earn 100% off of your effort? Or would you like to move into a team type of a model where you can start to duplicate yourself and you can earn 1%, 10%, 15%, 25% off of the effort of the people that work for you on your team? Are you making money off them, Ken? Yeah, that's a business. I'm making money off my employees, yes. But they're making money off of me. And the money I'm making off them, I'm happy. I'm taking all the risk as the business owner. And I'm happy with the money I'm making. And you know what? They don't have to think about owning the business. They can just show up and clean, put their earbuds on and listen to a podcast, do music, whatever works for them. Clean, make some money, make good money, 15 to 25 bucks an hour if you work for me. And you take ownership, have excellence and safety back to the core values. That's a great deal for them. It's a great deal for me. It's called a win-win. And that is a highly effective habit from Stephen Covey. Win-win. All right. I'm rambling. I'm ranting. Let me move on and we close this thing down. So solo cleaners, I don't want to persuade you to go any direction. I want you to choose though. As you optimize, I want you to start thinking about, do I want to stay an optimizer? Enjoy that lifestyle. Do I want to scale my business and do what Ken's doing and do what other cleaners from all over the different cleaning groups I'm a part of are doing? Or do I want to just sell my business, cash out, and do something else? These are all great answers, and I'll be glad to help you with any of them. If you want to discuss this with me, I have some free and paid resources on the Smart Cleaning School website. And also, as always, I do free coaching calls. So solo cleaners out there, you want to connect with me and see what possibly is the best strategy for you. Feel free, connect, jump on a free coaching call with me and we can chat. And with that, have an incredible week. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School. Class is dismissed.